You're tuned in to KEPWLP 97.3 FM in Eugene, Oregon. PeaceWorks Independent Community Radio, also streaming online at KEPW.org. Now we gathered here on the universe at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're gonna just hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind. You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. This is Aisha, your host of Black Girl from Eugene. I am here with Emma. We are t- <laughs> we are talking about misconception of uh, black women's hair, and I'm going to read a little demo or a little bio. Sorry, I don't know why I said demo um, of Emma, so that you can know who we're talking to here. Uh, Emma holds a Bachelor of Arts in International Studies with a focus on African art and culture. She studied West African dance and music for 17 years. Uh, she recently started an online business where she is making handmade and upcycled clothing and thrifting called Fashion for the People. I do have a link in my Instagram for her bio, and I also, I'm sorry, a link in my bio, and I also will add that to my Facebook uh, for you guys to look at too, and we will mention it at the end of this uh, this episode. She returned to Eugene after spending eight years in Buffalo, New York, where her focus and passion for fair trade and fashion grew. So welcome, Emma. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, excited. Um, so I, we want to first start for people who are not seeing us, and we are Facebook Live if you'd like to join us there. Um, we want to first start off saying that um, Emma is biracial, black and white, mm-hmm. um, and the, it's important because a lot of the stories that you're going to hear and, and listen to at this point is going to come from two different perspectives. Our hair has two different types of... of um, Textures. Textures and structures, right? So uh, I have, uh, we're going to explain these textures and structures mm-hmm. so that you can kind of follow the conversation. And of course, we're going to talk about our experiences growing <laughs> up. Yeah, in Eugene, <laughs> growing up, uh, and me through the black culture, you finding your black culture and finding your mm-hmm. hair um, journey through there. So it's going to be a very good hour. Um, so first, let's start. I'm, we're going to talk about the the coilness <laughs> the coilness Coil, the coilness of black hair right yeah <laughs> so there's um there's generally four types but they people don't even talk about one because it's just yeah one is straight. usually straight yeah so um so there's four straight. types it's one it's one two three and four and each of those categories have a b and c so a has the looser curl b is a little tighter c is a little tighter than that but each of them have like a range of the coily kinkiness yeah the diameter of your curls basically Mm -hmm. so two a b and c um we were trying to look up people who are famous celebrities so you could get an idea of what we're talking about right and so that so for two a b and c would be more like like a julia roberts or um yeah that's who was the girl you were singing the song what was her name (laughs) a lord lord the singer lord yeah she was just the first person who popped up on the so if you know the singer who singer lord she has kind of a a coily hair um and it's loose it's like, like i mean it's a it's a loose european curl yeah to it's it. um probably like a two inch wide curl yeah I'd say. and that's More julia roberts so you get that in your head like okay that's what that curl is so a three a b and c um, is we start to get a little bit more uh into i i think brown folks mm-hmm. um and it's like uh, we said Beyonce, and we weren't sure that people know what Beyonce's natural hair looks like because she's forever wearing wigs. Wigs and wigs but, and stuff. Yeah, but she's Creole, which mm-hmm. means she's got a lot of French, and her her hair is looser curls. Mm-hmm. But another person is Rihanna. Rihanna and uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, who's biracial black. Yeah, Tracy Ellis <laughs> Ross is the the mother from Blackish, mm-hmm. and she also is Diana Ross's daughter. daughter and I don't um, know her father. I don't know who her father is. He's a yeah. white man. I don't know who her father is. But just so you can have a mental picture mm-hmm. of what that hair texture looks like. And then we have four A, B, and C, which is generally um, texturized for African, black, mm-hmm. dark, not, you know, just very um, uh, coily, kinky K- hair. Coily, kinky hair. Um, um, 
so the examples that we came up with was Lupita, and uh, she is um, in every. She's amazing. Like yeah, I, I'm trying. And she, she rocks in, her hair. Yeah, and she like, <clears throat> does not apologize mm-hmm. for her hair. She. I don't. Where is she in, from? What country in Africa? I want to say Kenya, but I could be completely wrong. Well, I kind of want to say that too, but I don't want to say that and be so wrong. So let's not be wrong and just say yeah. she is, so, she's African. Right. Yeah. And she's Lupita is, she was in um, Us. She, she was, was the main, in, yeah, she was in Black Panther. She's been in um, uh, 12 Years a Slave, right? Or is that? So. Yeah. And also another one was Viola Davis. Um, also um, Black Woman. She wears her hair natural quite a bit. She wears it short, mm-hmm. um, really coily hair. Mm-hmm. Solange uh, Knowles, who is Beyonce's, Beyonce's sister. sister. She kind of has a mixture. And then something we also wanted to get into is that everyone can have all of these types of hair within their hair. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and that is not uncommon, Different actually. parts of your, the crown of your hair could be a type 3 and the back back of your hair could be a type four. It's just depending on how you're made. It's how you came through. <laughs> um, so basically, I have a texture that's mixed, mixed between a 3C and a 4A. So mm-hmm. 3C being like the curls are tight, but they're not coily. Mm-hmm. And then 4A being that there's some coil and mm-hmm. some kink, but not all the way through mm-hmm. kinky. Um, like I was saying to, to Emma earlier that like, my hair has a hard time standing when I'm picking my hair for mm-hmm. a for an afro. Even when I was little, even when it's short, it just kind of flops. It has because it has a mixture in okay. there. I have to tease a little bit. It could be it. the way it's cut though too. Yeah, that's I'm what just going to throw saying. that out there. I know. <laughs> I've been finding these people that can know how to cut black hair, and it's about it's about the cut and the shape that also determine how your hair will. Right. Stand up. So what? What is your? What's your curl what, pattern? I would say I'm probably like a three A, three B. My hair is very, very fine, but very, but curly. So and it's low density. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that's another thing we talk about too. Right. Just, and these are like technical terms. Um, <laughs> and it's not something that you'll walk around being like, oh, I recognize your hair as a four B. <laughs> like, don't do that. Yeah. But, um, and you don't. So it's <laughs> one of those things that we just were. We just want to lay that out there. Like, there's there's all these categories, and they're like what you're saying. The um, the density, mm. the um, the how. Uh, the patterns of the curls, mm. the literally the the space between the curls, mm. how thick your hair is, all mm. of it c- blended together mm. brings out this obviously array of hair. So when mm. we're talking about black women's hair, mm. um, we I have Emma on the show particularly because she is biracial and her hair texture is different than mine, where I'm not biracial and my hair texture is also we just have a we between that she and I we have a great range mm-hmm. of hair texture mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. talk about and um and I think that I don't I don't want to pretend like I know when white folks look at my hair mm-hmm. or look at your hair mm-hmm. determine wh- whether it's black or not mm-hmm. um I think within the culture within black culture mm-hmm. I think that there is definitely a dynamic of uh, good and I'm air quoting yeah. good air, hair yeah for sure versus not good hair mm-hmm. and good hair being more European less mm-hmm. curly less kinky mm-hmm more loose curls. Mm-hmm. We're talking about more towards the Beyonce, the Rihanna, yeah. the Julia Roberts mm-hmm. being good. Yes. Being less good mm-hmm. would be, you know, the Lupitas, yeah. the the um, Erica Badu's, the, you mm-hmm. know, those black women whose hair isn't fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with that being said, um, a lot of our experiences that we're going to talk about come along, my experiences come along trying to fight the, the idea of having good hair yeah. and having bad hair. Yeah. Um, but, so when I was very young, my mother, I didn't actually, okay, so when we say perm, perm means the relaxer that black girls and women um, put on their hair to straighten their hair out and you put it on about every six weeks. Mm-hmm. It does ha- burn. Mm-hmm. It does burn your hair. It can burn mm-hmm. your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and we People do- start it really young sometimes. Some too, people really. do. If you've ever seen the, um, what's his name, the movie um, uh, by Chris Rock, Chris Rock's movie. Oh, um, dang. Um, uh, what is is it? it I'm Not My Hair? Uh, no, I'm forgetting the name right now. It'll come back to me. Yeah, um, no, he did a great one. Um, I said, no, come back. I'm not my hair. I have to look that up. <laughs> Dang it. We, <laughs> no, yeah, it's not yeah. That. Okay, sorry. I'm go ahead. tired, but but just you see in that that um, 
movie, just a young girl getting her hair processed, probably about four years old and, mm-hmm. you know, her hair getting kind of burnt in the process. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Alopecia yeah. is a big deal yeah. um, in the black community. And it's not through, not necessarily, and, and it's not mm-hmm. the health condition. It's mm-hmm. actually like from over-processing our hair, yeah. trying to have this acceptable form of hair yeah. that can be, that that people will accept. And meaning that like, we won't be ostracized because our hair mm-hmm. isn't smooth mm-hmm. and it doesn't slay down mm-hmm. and it's not... I mean, like we were talking about in pre-show, like there's there's definitely... Or easier to manage is like kind of, I think, another... Like, you know, some people will, you know, straighten it to say, you know, it might be easier to manage, quote-unquote. But if right. you just know how to... If you have the right products and styling it, you know what I mean? It takes a lot yeah. of time. Yeah. And I mean, and I think what, we, what I was saying was, you know, with there being laws in different states right now that are that are having to legalize black hair meaning that people can't discriminate yeah. against people's hair at the yeah. workplace yeah. having to feel like you have to like gel your hair down and make mm-hmm. it smooth or keep it in a bun or make it so it's not so big mm-hmm. um is a part of the discrimination that mm-hmm. women with this mm-hmm. with this tighter coil pattern uh, talking 3C into 4C mm-hmm. um are are working with every day and like what you're saying mm-hmm. is that it, it, there is a notion to working with our hair because mm-hmm. we weren't actually, we're not in an era right now, like in the 2000s, like I was born in the 70s. Um, even then, although my mother was not someone who permed her hair or straightened her mm-hmm. hair, she has a finer hair pattern than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't into in doing, we had to ask and beg and beg to get our hair straightened. And I didn't get my hair straightened until mm-hmm. I was 15. Yeah. Um, and it was really the... Getting your hair done every day, like you said, the the work that yeah. take, goes in yeah. to dealing with these coily, more coily, dense hair, mm-hmm. is more than a notion. Mm-hmm. Like like wash day mm-hmm. is is um, is two hours, yeah. three hours. It can take some yeah. people half a day. Yeah. Um, and people are like, oh wait, wash day. Like you don't wash your hair every single day. Yeah, it's no, like, it's like a once a week thing or yeah. once every couple of weeks because the natural oils in your hair don't make it to the base of your hair easily when you have curly hair so, so and you need the oils to like stay keep, and to keep stay it, yeah. and keep your hair like healthy and we so, don't produce the same yeah. amount of uh hair that uh i mean i'm sorry oils <laughs> oils natural oils natural that oils. you need yeah so when yeah. we add oils i'm not talking about like hair. your hair being oily i'm talking about your hair being um you know not split ends and right. get, you know staying healthy and not having the shrinkage factor. Right, yeah. And so that, so the people, we're talking a lot of terms here. It's like, when we're doing our wash day, and you're talking, we're talking again yeah. about more coily, kinky hair, mm-hmm. um, the, the day thing being that, like, we can't, we wouldn't wash our hair daily um, because it actually damages our hair. The coil, the more kinky and coily your hair is, the actually the more fragile your hair is. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it, we can't handle it and, and, mm-hmm and pull on it and all do all those things and, all that yeah. on a daily by daily every because yeah. it will ruin our hair um Seriously. so we take it and um we take it and basically uh once a week once every two weeks some people who have um like locks like natural locks mm-hmm. and they take they do it even less mm-hmm. and no it does not smell no mm-hmm. it does not um carry when you do it right it's it's, it's very, clean. Yeah, very clean um your scalp is very healthy um, you know, having coily, kinky hair does not equate to short hair, you know, and I think a lot of people with the coiling of our hair, mm-hmm. uh, and this is black folks too, mm-hmm. our hair actually does a kind of recoil mm-hmm. that covers that that's actually scientifically that's for covering in the sun, like mm-hmm. to protect our scalp from the sun. Mm-hmm. So we have what we call shrinkage. Mm-hmm. So our hair, when it's wet, it'll, it'll be elongated because it's heavy mm-hmm. from the water. But then when it dries, it shrinks, it shrinks up. up like half the amount like 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 <laughs> literally <more>. inches like <laughs> yeah. I, my shrinkage is probably six inches like my yeah. hair way it is and then if I pull my hair out and that's going back to like when you're sitting in the salon chair and you have somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and cuts too much off of your length then it's you know it's traumatic because you work so hard to get it to where it is right and so and, i have a comment here yeah. that says one of the oldest names for hair in egyptian they called it nap 
And so, mm-hmm. and that, and, and um, that's another name that people, you know, mm-hmm. when your hair is really tight and coily, mm-hmm. it's nappy, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that through history of slavery has become mm-hmm. a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like exactly with what you're saying, the, the shrinkage has become a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this now recently in the last, I'd say five to 10 years, the, the, the motion of, of going natural, mm-hmm. having and we perm people who black women who do not straighten their hair in any way and they wear their natural turn mm-hmm. as it grows out of their head it's called a natural that's mm-hmm. it just like your natural mm-hmm. so that that movement has become more you i see more natural women than i've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life i am natural myself mm-hmm. um i think that we have um we're still working around the beauty of our our nappy hair mm-hmm. like we're still working around, like, what, working outside, go, look, going, like, okay, mm-hmm. don't apologize for the frizz. Don't try to put the frizz away. Mm-hmm. Like, your hair is frizzy, and that's what it looks like, and that's okay. And you want the frizz. And you want the frizz, <laughs> right? And so people you are, like... like the big hair, if you, you know what I mean. Oh, like, man, the biggest <laughs> afro, like, the women with the big, beautiful afros, like, that is the goal, right? So, um, okay, so we... So I wanted to start yeah. off with that. I think we did a good job of talking about just the idea of the textures and the differences there um but what we wanted to talk about also and i think we wanted to get into a little bit is um some of the hair care industry issues mm-hmm. um i want to start with the importance of black women's hair in in society because the falling back on the hair care industry is a battle for us there too like mm-hmm. people are like oh well just put some product in your hair it'll be fine mm-hmm. um our hair is from both of our mm-hmm. our our textures it's very sensitive mm-hmm. um we also want <laughs> I have my thought about sorry no okay. no <laughs> i burnt my hair no right right we'll talk about that in yeah a we're gonna bring that up for sure um so i think the important like i like i mentioned before the importance of black women's hair it's come it, it's historic mm-hmm. you know it's historic it goes way back um i mean it's a time for bonding with your daughter it's a time for bonding with your son it's mm-hmm. It's something that we did, um, you know, thousands of years back as as um, a way of bringing each other together and spending time. And mm-hmm. it shows your it shows your pride. It shows your mm-hmm. your level of um, hierarchy, mm-hmm. different um, cornrows, uh, mud braids, like all of the um, mm-hmm. block braids. Um, I'm trying to think of all it plaits, just like mm-hmm. box braids, extensions. <laughs> you know, all of these things did not happen when the videos came out. This was, I mean, extensions were being put into black women's hair through braids mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of yeah. years ago. Like, you know, it's, and so um, I, I, the importance of, of us keeping our culture and keeping our identity is, is um, important because it's not something that we do for fun. It's, it, has, it has history in it, mm-hmm. and it has a bond in it. Mm-hmm. There's a bonding part for black women in their hair yeah. that goes way back to their mother, to their aunties, to their family mm-hmm. core, you know? Yeah. And we do it as young with babies. We start oiling babies' hair mm-hmm. and rubbing their scalps, and mm-hmm. it's just something that feeds... I always think it feeds the melanin. Like, it's like, we need to feed that melanin. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I we get that. into that massage. You know, it's like, we get that hour, we get that two hours a week to, to yeah, like, do to our... bond and to, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. to grow. Um, so when black women see each other and we see the hair, we know. We're, we know what went into that. Mm-hmm. We respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why it's, like, so atrocious when we get into, like, how much time it takes for us to pick out our products. How much time it takes for us to care for our hair to mm-hmm. do what you see every mm-hmm. single day? So you had um, you had something to say about the hair care uh, industry. Well, I was just I wanted to say about um, you know in my research because most of my journey through finding out about my hair has been through just watching videos and because mm-hmm. I haven't had the connection to my black heritage right. as much, so um, that I've been finding that products like you know let's say like. I don't know if we want to say products. No, should we say the names? But some of the bigger industries around the black hair movement um, really cater only to a type three texture, right? And they less curly, and it's uh, it's um, they're very expensive. You see women with type four hair trying to use the products, and they have to use the whole entire bottle to get the effect that they want, and then they're like, it lasts like a day. And you gotta realize and, these bottles are 12 yeah. ounces yeah. for like $22. Or more, like you know? $34. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's lots of pro- like chemicals in there that they hide to 
dry your hair out mm-hmm. that you think it's as natural in the bottle and it actually has a whole bunch of alcohol and Mm -hmm. um i burnt my hair really badly (laughs) the other day this is not funny we're not laughing we are but it's the story okay so so okay the story like okay so first of all let's go back because i want people to know who have women who have biracial children emma is like i said this is a perfect example of why you cannot just go to the store and grab something off the shelf because it says natural on it and and go for it. And now you had a traumatic experience. I've had some where it just yeah. my hair just was like, what is wrong? Well, I've with had it? quite a f- but, few traumatic experiences, but um, actually, we start with the one, the last one. Or the yeah, first well, one. no, let's do it because I think people are are not. Oh, we have a train. <laughs> so <laughs> I think people um, are not. Um, uh, I I don't think people know what to do with yeah. their girls who are biracial with yeah. their hair. And or they're not biracial and mm-hmm. they've adopted a black girl who has, you know, four ABC hair. They don't know what to do. I so think, first of all, let's not jump to just when you see natural on a bottle. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I like. OK, let's just start there. Let's Emma, tell your story. <laughs> let's let's the, just the jump la- right into the story that. where I called you. Yeah. 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 OK, so I was using a product and I thought it was I was using it as a leave-in conditioner because it said natural and I assumed that that was something I could leave in longer than, yeah than it said in the bottle put some applied some heat to it and then um went into the shower and noticed that my hair was starting to fall out in clumps like clumps like clumps and obviously I started to freak out <laughs> yeah and like literally shake like my hair is going to be a pixie cut right. by the morning or maybe not anything so I called Aisha at like midnight, <laughs> at like, midnight like I don't know what to do here <laughs> so I guess our point is just like you have to read the ingredients you have to you can't just assume that a product is gonna like work for you you know right I think like, it's important first of all when you have if you're just starting your journey um, yeah. you can be allergic to the yeah. to shampoo that's what happened you yeah, had I think it was al- an allergy or like just leaving it in too long my hair is super fine so yeah. it just can't handle like the I think it was over moisturized honestly yeah and yeah. You, with the red and the burning it was like that definitely it literally wasn't... burnt like a chunk out like right on the side of my head yeah and then I had to go to the salon the next day and have her fix it. Have her fix that. So, mm-hmm. so I I tend when for some reason it's kind of funny. Like once I went natural, I felt like I needed to use natural products. Mm-hmm. Uh, people with permed or straightened hair, they I don't know that they lean towards natural products, but it would work mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I say natural products, I um, there's people like Not I said a lot online, of fillers. Instagram mm-hmm. um, has look up black hair products. Mm-hmm. Um, avocado based products are great mm-hmm. for detangling. Mm-hmm. Um, we you can get all these recipes online that you can like mix together. Again, a lot of work for us to get our hair together. Um, I think that using oils that are um, like like you're very passionate about fair trade, but yeah. being very um, mindful of the oils that we're putting into our hair and making sure that they're There's resourced. fair trade, like, yeah. yeah. Fair, fair trade argan oil is what I use from... You do argan one, oil? From one company that I work... Or See, argan I oil use. doesn't work for my hair. Yeah. I have to go heavier. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the opposite. If I use, like, a... I don't know, like a... Even coconut oil is too heavy. Really? Yeah. yeah. I can use just, like, a dab of it, and then that's just... Yeah. But. I tend to go with black products. I tend to... They're ex- more expensive, Um, I don't, they, if you go with the black products, they actually have the appropriate, um, like, um, amounts that you should use. Mm -hmm. And, uh, unfortunately, like everything else that they say is niche, it's Mm -hmm. more expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. so I know a lot of women who mix their products together Mm -hmm. themselves. Excuse me. And they definitely. That's what I'm going to start doing is just mixing things together. Yeah. I, I literally, and this is hilarious. I used Dr. Bronner's the other day. Did you? I did. Because I'm afraid now. I'm like, I don't know what to use. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, the trauma, like, I think for me, like, going back to, like, when I was um, probably about eight, you know, like, my mom and I would, uh, she would try to do my hair, but she didn't have, you know, the background in, mm-hmm. in uh, the knowledge of, the black, knowledge of yeah. black hair. So I would probably brush my hair 
we would sit down and it would be like a once a month thing wow. where my hair would be really tangled mm-hmm. and I would, we'd argue and it wasn't a fun experience, right. unfortunately. And then when I was about, I think about sixth grade, um, like she was, we were like, we're not doing this anymore. Let's right. just go to the salon. And, you know, she's like, let's get it cut off or like, so you can just start over. Mm-hmm. And that's when, um, they were at the salon. This is in Eugene and like the literally broke the pick in my hair and it was so embarrassing. You know, I'm sitting there like as this young child, like, right. you know, and they were like, hey, we don't know what to do. And, you know, Everyone. trying, they were brushing from, from the top, like my number one, like, if you start doing that, I will run out of your salon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you know, today I will run out of your salon, but back then I had no idea, you know, I thought they knew what they were doing right. with their hairdressers. Um, but you know, that was traumatic after that though. Like I definitely started rocking my Afro, like, because it was short and I, you know, I cared about it more as a teenager, but you know, it was just, I don't have that experience of having like fun, like beads in my hair or cute styles and stuff like that when I was a child. You know, a lot of, I, I have conversations with other women who are not, who are, who are biracial, who did not have black mothers that could do their hair or black Mm -hmm. friends that would Mm -hmm. do their hair. I, there's stories of people who, like, they had uh, kinkier hair and they'd go to the beach and their parents wouldn't know what to do, so they'd, like, vacuum their hair with an actual vacuum. You know how horrible that is to get what? the sand out of their hair? Yeah. Oh and God. so I want to make sure that people realize, too, that, like, different textured hair, like, Emma's hair is straighter, mm-hmm. so not combing her hair for a month would be bad. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, if you didn't comb my hair for a month, it would be bad, too. But when we're saying that we do our hair once a week or twice a week, it's because, uh, I'm sorry, once a week or, or, or once every two weeks, we're not not doing stuff to our hair yeah, in that week. We're just week. not it's, washing it. We're not washing it. We're maintaining our hair. Mm-hmm. We're adding oils. We're brushing. We're styling softly. Uh, if it's in a protective hairstyle, <coughs> it's different. Um, we're and I'll putting braids what, in to... Yeah, I'll explain. Keep, yeah. Protective. I mean, protective yeah. is like, yeah. basically, we're not having our hair out like you might see me on Facebook. Yeah. We both, uh, both of us have our hair out. Mm-hmm. I have a, a twist out, which means that I twisted my hair in a two-strand twist and then I just untwisted it, and it comes out, <laughs> right? And, like, about a week later, and then it comes out in these little cool uh, um, little designs. And then Emma is rocking her afro. just got my afro. Right yeah, now. she's rocking her afro out. And so, basically, we're doing stuff. Like, I will have this hair, and I won't wash it again until next week. But I will put moisturizer yeah. on it and all that stuff. So, it's not like we're just ignoring our hair mm-hmm. for a month. Like, that's not how that goes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I want to put that out there. That's I think so some true. People, yeah. Um, kind of confuse that. So with your trauma and you lost some of that hair, I'm trying to think the last time that I think um, when I went to the, like you said, our, our stories are different. Like my mm-hmm. first time going to the salon with my hair was um, now that I think about it, actually, I, I mm-hmm. have so much hair. Like I have so much hair that I, when I was born, shout out to my mom, <laughs> I, when I, I had a flat top, like, just on top of the crown of my hair. Everything on the side was, like, bald. But it was, like, straight up kid and play on the top of my head. So I was born with a crown, honey. Like, I came out ready with my hair. And so um, so I wanted it permed and straightened so bad as a teenager. I lived here with white girls. Like, there's mm-hmm. no one with my hair. It's always, like, I had to put it in ponytails and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did. And when I went to the salon, I forgot. I, that was my first time was actually here. Mm-hmm. She had to use two and a half boxes of perm to get oh my, my hair, to, to straighten all my hair. Like, as a child, I'm going, okay, I don't care. Just use as many as you want. Oh but God. as an adult, yeah. I'm thinking, my hair was Let's so spread. strong. Yeah. It was, it like. Was, yeah, strong to get through Two and a half boxes of perm to just straighten my hair. And it was because it was so much. And then they had to put some more on to get it completely. My hair was fighting, honey. I didn't even know. (laughs) So it took me all the way. My dad was so surprised when I cut my hair because my hair is like long. um, And Mm -hmm. I, when my hair was straightened and permed, I would be prideful in how Mm -hmm. long my hair was because it would be like, you know, way long, you know, Mm -hmm. and my daughter, my youngest daughter has very long hair, but her hair is a four, it's easily a three B hair. Yeah. Yeah, Three, even less, you know, so it's very 
straight, but it goes to her waist. So yeah. it's and it's huge. Yeah. It's like this. She, like that is what she like that girl walks in. She is all hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's all hair. Yeah. And my oldest daughter has um, four B hair, mm-hmm. uh, even maybe some C. And her she still straightens her hair out mm-hmm. every once in a while. She puts it big, but mm-hmm. it's like still straightened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those like pride things. Yeah, I think for me, like I've tried straightening my hair, but my hair is so fine. That, straighten like, it with chemicals? No, just oh. like a flat iron. Oh, okay. It even like breaks it when I'm straightening with um, just so a So you really can't even do a hot comb. I, I mean, I can, but comb. it definitely... <laughs> Did that just show my age? <laughs> I just show a hot comb on the stove, y'all. <laughs> but actually, <That> like... <laughs> I know, ironing it out. I think. You know. Did you ever iron? No, but okay. like my mom, I think said she tried that. She like, tried to not iron with your my hair, hair but oh. like her own hair when she was a teenager. I think my mom would hot comb my hair with a comb on the oh stove, like old school. Yeah. She burnt the she burnt the heck out of my hair one time. Just burned it right off. She was like, "Ooh, that's too hot." You know? I, oh my like, god! Yeah, it, but it grew. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's one of those. Trials and tribulations yeah. of black women, like the burns on your hair, yeah. from the hot comb, from the perm, from... Um, yeah. We go through so much. Um, yeah. So, as going forward, like I was saying, with my... I think I got... I went natural in 2012. Okay. So, I was grown, grown. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in my 30s, late uh-huh. 30s. Um, and I just felt really good about myself at the moment. And I just was like... I was happily married at that point. I was, my kids were great. I was kicking it in my job. And I just thought, I'm going natural. Like, you know? And mm-hmm. I had my husband at the time, like, cut my hair off. It was, because I had already. And had, that's another, like, kind of could be traumatic thing. You know, that's a, to have your hair growing out natural and straight, you know? Yeah, it, oh, like, it was ugly. I, but I'm just saying, like, you can't just go natural overnight. It's no, a process. It's a process. So, like, people do. People, yeah. there's there's two different ways yeah. you can do it. You can cut your hair. Oh, the, they say that there's two different ways. The transition where you wear braids and let your hair grow and braids mm-hmm. and let your natural hair grow and you put a braid in and keep yeah. it growing. So that way you're so kind you of covering it, yeah. the natural with the braid yeah. until it gets to a length you want it. you like it, yeah. And then you cut yeah. the... the and then there's one that's just called the big chop, where they just mm-hmm. chop it all off, mm-hmm. and your hair is very short, and you start off natural. Yep. Um, and those two are the main popular ways of transitioning into mm-hmm. natural hair from permed hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I did was the braid. I, I did it gradually, mm-hmm. and I just realized I took my braids out, and I saw how wispy the permed hair looked, and then <laughs> how strong my natural shit. hair looked, and I was like... <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> so he cut it. He cut off the perm, mm-hmm. and my hair was a good like I'd say five inches long, four inches long, mm-hmm. and I just went from there. And, nice. it, and it was hard yeah. going to work, um, having people ask questions. So let's get into that portion of this yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having yeah, yeah. people, um, yeah. It's funny so, because I was doing kind of the opposite experiment this week with having wearing my hair in a lot of black style. Yeah, you know, like braids and. Bantu and knots. knots and and you know, they were like. What else? You did cornrows too, right? You did. I braids? didn't do cornrows. I okay. just had like extension hair. Okay. You know, like braided braiding hair. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, I got some interesting comments like, "Oh, it looks like you have pine cones in your hair." And if you don't know what a bantu knot is, a bantu <laughs> knot is when you pay, take your hair and you can either twist it or braid it into these beautifully sectioned parts of your hair in little and, buns. Yeah. Kind of. Little knots, like buns. Knot, yeah, yeah, not buns. And then and, you take like some bobby pins and to hold them in. Right, and so they look like little, like tiny buns mm-hmm. all over. They can be any size, really, mm-hmm. but all over your hair and these different. And it's bantu knots. Not they're they're trying to appropriate this for some other. What were they calling it? Some I'm not sure. Some fashion, some name. It's an it, African style from like, thousands of years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They are bantu knots. Okay? <laughs> Do not call them anything else. Okay, anyway, so this person called, said your bantu knots look like um, pine cones. Yeah. I was like, well, I didn't say anything because it was somebody I worked with, and I felt I'm still struggling standing up for myself around like my hair. But uh, I was thinking seriously, yeah. I'm gonna put pine cones in my hair. Right. Um, so another a- friend of mine said, "Oh, well, that's a really black hairstyle." Like, said it, like, four times, and I finally had to just call him out on it. Like, what are you, what do you mean by that? And yeah. he was like, well, you're just really hot, and I really like your hair. I was like, it's like, so, but, but I don't know, like, he, he was kind of like, drunk at the moment. Right, but that it. exoptification of yeah, your hair like that. He said it, like, four times, and I was like, 
at different times during the night, like, right. and I was just like, I don't know where you're going with that, but. So, I have a pet peeve. How, how do you feel about white girls wearing cornrows and black hairstyles? I don't like it. I don't like it either. Okay, high five. Wait, I just want to say, I didn't know if you were, sh- <laughs> I didn't Unless, know. okay, okay. Oh, no, there's, there's no one, asterisks, honey. No asterisks? <laughs> no, okay, I would say maybe, like, if you're doing, like, uh, if, if it's an appreciation, like you're in a West African dance group and you're in a performance and everybody's wearing cornrows and that's the director's wants everyone to wear that style, that's a, the only exception to the rule. Girl, I hate that. You hate it? I hate it. Okay. Girl, okay, I'm about to be Jay-Z on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to Jay-Z you on this. That's fine. This is the re- Okay. You can Jay-Z now, me the, all day. I, the only reason <laughs> I... The only part of that, what you just said, that I agree with is that, like, and I, and I want to, like, put pressure on the the um, or the director. Okay. Like, if you're going, everyone needs to be wearing cornrows, then don't have white girls in your group. Like, yeah. I, it just isn't right. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, it's like, the appropriation of mm-hmm. that. They Let white girls be white. Who can mm-hmm. dance West African dance? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, um, we have a friend yeah. who I always bring her up because she's a white woman. Mm-hmm. She's got long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Does she have blue eyes? Who are you talking about? <laughs> okay, yes. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm she have, does she yeah. have blue eyes? I don't even know. Okay, anyway, sorry. she's blonde hair, blonde, mm-hmm. she's white. Mm-hmm. And she can yeah. dance. And she would never in her life do Never that in her life. Which she would, yeah. I don't know that about her. That's why I love her so much. Yeah. She doesn't have to put cornrows in her yeah. hair to prove a point. Yeah. She's a white girl who can dance West African, and she's one of the best at West African she dancers is. I've seen in a long time. You know, and... She does not have to put cornrows in her hair yeah. to blend. You yeah. don't have to do black face, black hair yeah. to be more black when you're doing black stuff. You're yeah. not black. You're white. Yeah. So do white stuff. Dance. If you're welcome to dance, to dance with everyone else, then that means you're good enough to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for you to pretend like you're something that you're not. That okay, is how you, I feel. Jay-Z. Thank okay. you. But that's not Thank me. you, Jay-Z. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <laughs> we have an inside joke about Jay-Z. Um... Being like he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't play. He doesn't play with the so that's <laughs> that was my only like. I don't like it at all, but um, I totally understand what you're saying. I think that it's, um, yeah, there it shouldn't be appropriate. You don't have to. You don't have to. Like, why do you yeah. have to? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't because it's not it's considered like we can't even wear that to work. Mm-hmm. But when they wear it, it's mm-hmm. like oh, it's new fashion. It's yeah. not. You know, yeah. it's like it's ghetto till it's fashionable. Mm-hmm. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not for white girls to make it fashionable. It's mm-hmm. not your thing. You know what I mean? Yes. It needs to be fashionable when I wear it. And, and this, if it's ghetto when I wear it, then mm-hmm. let it be ghetto. Mm-hmm. Like, don't try to take it and make something else with it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I yeah. I don't know. That's why it's funny because I have such a, I'll get, girl, I will get on my soapbox. <laughs> because I, it's, it's one of my pet peeves. I'm literally like, like, like I'm I kind of glad I brought that up because I think it's a good just to, good yeah. to be aware, you know, like... Yeah, girl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I literally, like, I have, like, a twitch when it comes to those kind <laughs> I can't handle. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway, so I wanted to make sure we talked about that. And um, so the history, when we were talking about hair trauma as you were growing mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. growing up in Eugene, mm-hmm. not having the salons here, uh, you know, um, I'm really picky because when I had my experience with black hair, mm-hmm. I... Um, well, positive experiences around my black hair mm-hmm. was in Houston when I moved mm-hmm. away to Houston. Um, then all my the salons were like amazing, mm-hmm. and I they did stuff with my hair I never knew it could do. Mm-hmm. Um, like coming from here, where I, in elementary school I would be teased with my braids in my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time my hair girls would like grab it and like, oh, it's so springy, and they would like spring my hair up, and I'd just be like, stop touching my hair, mm-hmm. and, like, and they'd be like, it's so springy, like like little springs, and. Um, I remember putting extensions in my hair and girls being like, how does your hair grow so fast? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's kind of what was happening this last week. I'm like, you really think my hair that's down to, like, my back yeah. is my going to be my hair? Like, people would literally ask me, like, is that your real hair? And what else did you do with your hair? So, you so I had, I had like, the Bantu knots. I mm-hmm. had the, oh, the, the comments. The pine cone comment. Yeah, the yeah. pine t- cone comment. Then I had, uh, um a lot of is that your real hair and I'm like well 
I bought the hair. Yeah. So, but, you know, I don't, I didn't know how to and respond. it's funny, though, because do, do white people get that question? Is no, that I mean, I, th- I think I should have said, well, like, would you ask somebody if they were wearing a toupee? Like, is that your hair? That's not appropriate right. to say any of that. Like, right. it's beautiful, whatever it, style it is. Yeah. You know you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why I, would you feel comfortable enough to ask me if that's my own hair and start touching it? I think it's that um, ownership of black yeah, folks that they yeah. feel like it's this nuance, this mm-hmm. new, like, I'm so curious. I'm yeah, just so I want to touch. And like, like, all of a sudden that gives like you coming, a Like, somebody came in for a hug, uh, could work, and was just like, ruffled my hair real fast. And was like, oh, it's so cute. It's like, ah! Like, why are you touching me? <laughs> yeah, I, I had that same story when I worked for um, the state. Mm-hmm. I had a client who was looking at me in such detail but he was not looking at my face. He was looking at my hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, in such detail that I was a, kind of like weirded out by it. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't looking at me. He was like looking <laughs> around my crown and like looking. And I was just like typing. You're like, like can you look at my okay, eyes? This please. is weird. So then I, um, so when it was time to leave and I had my, because this is one of my bold days at work. I had my hair out in an afro. I think it was like the last day I mm-hmm. ever wore my hair out in an afro. Mm-hmm. So I, I, um, I took him to the door and I was like, okay, have a good day. And he's like, oh, I just have to. And he puts his hand, hand deep into the back of oh, my no, afro. He didn't. <laughs> oh my! It, it yeah. was like I was like it was like it, <laughs> it, he could have just groped me. How gross it felt! Like yeah. you know what I mean? It was like I just stood there with my shoulders up and my hands like oh. And he like basically ran because he knew mm-hmm. what he did. He's like I just have to, and he just put his hands all in the back of my hair, and I was so grossed out. I could feel his hand in my hair for, like, hours afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, you could just feel it. Ew. Um, and it was it's one disgusting. of those things where it was like, what about black <laughs> women and black hair? Does it give this this attraction Somebody to, to, like... just be, like, feel comfortable enough to touch you. There's nothing wrong with saying, I really like your hair. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But when you come t- into your my space and my bubble yeah. and get close, like... A spe- I mean, if it's somebody you know, that's different. But a stranger, oh my god, I love your hair. The truth of it is, and and from and this is a different difference mm-hmm. between our cultural knowledge or our cultural mm-hmm. experience. For black women, mm-hmm. you don't touch our hair. Yeah. I don't care who you are, and yeah. if, and if I'm allowing you to mm-hmm. touch my hair, we have a special bond. Yeah. It's family, or we we have gone to a place where mm-hmm. you can now touch my hair. It, I never grew up with that knowledge, so yeah, it's, it's something that. I probably was completely unaware of mm-hmm. that people were, you know, touching my hair and like kind of, I don't know, exotifying my hair or right. looking down at it or laughing at it or whatever. I don't think I was even aware of that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think it's as I get older and pay more attention, you know, it's right. good to like be aware of those things. And um, I don't know. So as a child, when you're growing up and you know that people are, like, looking at your hair, people act like, you know, kids don't get these things, but kids get it. And yeah. I think the very first time that I ever remember having my hair ostracized, and it was, and it's because we, you and I both grew up around white folks. Mm-hmm. And this, I look at little girl's hair growing up around black, in the black community, and I'm like, dang, look at her rocking that. Like, she's yeah. rocking it because she's got people who are, who are feeding that to her. Mm-hmm. And for us, when we grew up around white yeah. folks... We're trying to get as small as possible mm-hmm. so they're not touching our hair. Yeah. Um, so me wearing an afro, which even as a grown woman, mm-hmm. trust and believe, when I wear my <laughs> hair afro out, I get looks <laughs> everywhere I go. But now I like it. I'm just yeah. like, oh, look, there, because I can see people admire it. I can yeah. see people being grossed out by it. Yeah. I can see people, there's lots of reaction <laughs> to it. But there's never a time where there's not a reaction to it. Exactly. Like, I can't walk in a room with my afro out and people aren't like, there's a comment about it. So that's just one thing. And I don't, and I, a lot of people will argue, well, they just don't ever see it. You know, and that, maybe that's true. I don't, I think we give that excuse because we live around white folks. I don't know that that excuse is, is like, I'm going to have I a friend of I think people are extremely unaware here, at least in, or, in Eugene, of, like, how they are. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. They don't get it. They don't get they, what? They, they don't get that they're being completely inappropriate. Right. Like, they're just, like, so unaware. Like, I don't know, like, if... But do they touch each other? Do they go... Do they do that I to each know. other? 
don't know. Do they add, because white girls wear weave? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they add extensions yeah, into their hair. they probably would touch it. I don't know. I don't think no? so. I don't, I don't know. know. We should ask. We should, yeah. hey, anyone on here know that white girls <laughs> touch each other when they see each other's hair? I'm just asking for us. <laughs> so, um, um, I think that's one of those, uh, one of those processes that, like, Maybe if there was more black folks around, it would be less. I don't want to give that excuse though. Yeah, like we're in 2020, yeah, I, basically. I don't. I don't want to know. get it. E- I don't want to give it either. I just, um, from my experiment, I just felt like people were just. So I don't know if it was a generational thing. I was around a lot of older uh, people, mm, mm. so. So but, do you feel like you're gonna wear your hair in bantu knots more? Oh and yeah, more? yeah. It didn't I don't. Look- I don't have any. I have no shame around my hair. That's excellent. Yeah. So when did that come about? Probably, I think I've always, like, probably, like, in middle school. Oh, wow. Um, like, I mean, though, I guess I have, now I have no shame, but um, I've tried, like, straightening my hair. I've relaxed my hair one time, but my hair is just too fine to have those type of styles, so yeah. it just didn't work, like, and it just, I had the Jada Pinkett cut, Girl, like blonde, the, Jada the blonde cut. Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett cut one mm-hmm. time. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking back to a day where it was Halloween, it was, uh, was it Halloween? No, it was, I was a roller derby. I just had my hair, my big Afro out, mm-hmm. had my roller skates on mm-hmm. in school. I just didn't, I mean, I think my mom maybe didn't know how to like support me as a youth, but mm-hmm. she was never like, don't rock your Afro or right. like, you know, let's straighten it to make it look more appropriate or something, you know, right. quote unquote appropriate. Right. Um, so I've always just, um, appreciate it, appreciated it. Um, that said, I've, I haven't always known what to do with it or how to make it look the best that it could. Yeah. You know, no, and styling mm-hmm. yeah. natural hair, yeah. whatever course that this yeah. is, is not easy to do. Yeah. You know, I often, I'm lazy, and mm. that's why you see me in two-strand twist. That's yeah. a lazy thing for me to do. But I didn't um, know, like, you shouldn't wash your hair more than once every couple of weeks. I was washing it every single day. Yeah. Or I was just allowing anybody who cut it. I was going to super cuts because I just gave up on trying to find somebody. And right. was like, just freaking cut off whatever you want. I don't really care. Yeah. You know, like, just not able to... Um, I want to go back to the comment yeah. you made, like, well, your mom made, um, making your hair appropriate, yeah. right? That yeah. That is a, such a thing for black women mm-hmm. um, that we have to negotiate, mm-hmm. not only what we're wearing because mm-hmm. of our body shapes and, mm-hmm. and those type of things, but our, and negotiate mm-hmm. our skin color, but we're also having to negotiate our hair style mm-hmm. to be, uh, quote, unquote, appropriate, mm-hmm. which to me is... Um, it, it depends on the fight, the battle. <laughs> mm-hmm. It depends on the battle that you want. And a lot of people, you know, when we're talking about employment and, and mm-hmm. people like us who we have our degrees and we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're not entry-level employees, we mm-hmm. are leadership employee, we, mm-hmm. have, um, we have leadership roles. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, is that a battle where we can keep our job or not keep our job? So um, I know with me, like, I'm completely supported at my work. That's Whatever, excellent. like, it's a small business, woman-owned business. Um, loves diversity, you know, mm-hmm. trying to build as much and diverse inclusion. inclusion as she can. Um, when the when the touching occurred, I looked at my coworkers and I said, "Can you both support me? Because I don't a hundred percent feel comfortable when it's a client. If it's somebody on the street, I have boundaries that are right. more like that. You know, I'm more secure in my boundaries. But when it's somebody you work for or with, and especially I work with the elderly." you know, to come at, come at them feels different for me. Well, any you know? of our client, like that yeah. person, I don't know what yeah. support I would have had if yeah. I would have, like, floored him with yeah. the way I would have. <laughs> if he wouldn't have shocked me from behind, yeah. I may it may yeah. have been an altercation. You may I have don't wanted know. to Jay-Z is at I know. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, yes, I may um. have wanted to go a little bit more deep into that interaction, <laughs> but I don't know that I would have been supported mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. that the inclusion mm-hmm. would have been, like, yes, you you have a right to mm-hmm. not. We your have, hair yeah. is this is this thing. Like my job, absolute... we have no dress code. Oh, yeah, we, we have no. Um, you can wear whatever type of hair you want to wear. Wow, well, yeah, and and feel supported. So, um, I don't think I could work 
for a place that I didn't feel supported. Yeah. In um, I, you I know, know, I don't, if I could, I don't know. I think my, my professional trajectory has been in places like, like the medical field mm-hmm. and then the state, you know, working with families, going to schools, mm-hmm. talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think until very recently, mm-hmm. I very much subdued myself to those roles, putting my hair in buns quite mm-hmm. a bit, putting my slicking my hair down with gel, making sure it's a low ponytail so that it's mm-hmm. big in the back. Only recently before I left my work at the state did I start wearing my hair out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even after that guy touched me, I, I went right back to putting it down. Mm-hmm. And then I and then it was about a year later, I was like, nope, I'm wearing it out. Like, yeah. it was like a battle for me, like, wear it out, wear it down, wear it out. And it's like I'm thinking about yeah. it, you know. Um, but now, like I said, now it's rainy outside. We have mm-hmm. to deal with the weather, looking at how our hair mm-hmm. is protected or dried mm-hmm. out or over-processed or over mm-hmm. too much sun. Um, so I twist it up a lot, but mm-hmm. it's not about people looking at me. It's, now it's about protecting my hair. Yeah. So, so it's a, more of your personal preference. It's more of my personal preference yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And I don't worry about the length anymore either. Cause mm-hmm. I think the idea around black hair, mm-hmm. um, is, and we have this in the black community mm-hmm. of like your wealth and your value, like literally wealth is like mm-hmm. to your length of your hair and like mm-hmm. to the, to the, cur- the curl pattern of mm-hmm. your hair. So even if you're wearing your hair natural because and your it's hair more is big, your, it's kind of more European. Like yeah, it's absolutely I mean, that's, European. That's where that's coming from. Because it feels if it was like black, we'd be talking yeah. about how big your hair is or yeah. how thick yeah. your hair, not how yeah. long your hair is. Yeah. Our hair doesn't yeah. lay down. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like it doesn't lay. Like you know when you're little and you walk. I don't know if you ever did this. Did you ever like put stuff on your hair to make it seem like you had long straight hair? Mm-hmm. You did. So what? Like towels so. and stuff. Oh no, no, not towels. Just like. Trying to put like gel to make it like oh you did like well, to make it like straighter mm-hmm. so it would be like longer. No, I would like literally yeah. put a towel on my hair and be like, <laughs> look at my hair, it's beautiful. <laughs> like, cause I yeah. wanted long straight hair. All my friends had long straight hair. I was like the only one who didn't, and it was a problem. I just didn't. Even when I straightened my hair, it was it wouldn't grow long because I was washing my hair like white girls mm-hmm. did. I was mm-hmm. putting to, p- products that don't mm-hmm. belong in my hair so it would never grow. Yeah. I went to Houston and learned mm-hmm. what to do, and all of a sudden my hair is to the middle of my back mm-hmm. and healthy. But and it's, you're like, woohoo, yeah, my mane is out. My ma- well, it was straightened then. <laughs> oh, okay. It was still straightened, but mm-hmm. it would grow. It was like really, really, yeah, long. really long. It was just taken care of. Yeah. And then, like I said, I was in my mid-30s before I let my fro come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad and my mom always supported my natural hair. It mm-hmm. was never never something that they were mm-hmm. like you know this is too hard to work mm-hmm. with a lot of people it was never an idea of beauty like they were mm-hmm. like your hair is not beautiful one way we didn't mm-hmm. even discuss that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it was not like mm-hmm. it grows out of your hair it is you yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but um society really beats us down um as black really? women talking about what our what our beauty standard is mm-hmm. a very europe eurocentric beauty standard really works completely against I think us. the thing that that's the, like probably pisses me off the most about the hair like the natural hair movement right now in the industry is that it's becoming a fad to have your you know like as we get more natural and want to become more natural companies are like picking up on that and saying we want a piece of it and we want to control it mm-hmm. and that's like what it really makes me annoyed. And well, watch angry. the commercials when they use. Yeah. I, I'm noticing that we have a lot of lot more women of color in commercials and mm-hmm. like mixed families, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. But look at the women's hair. If they're black, they're generally not dark and mm-hmm. they're generally light, type and they three. and their type their mm-hmm. hair is type three, A, mm-hmm. B, or C. You, mm-hmm. If you find someone with a nappy afro on a commercial. Mm-hmm. Married to anyone, mm-hmm. please call me because I want to see that commercial immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, it's not, they have nice big hair and it's not mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. necessarily, mm-hmm. It's but it's safe. not, it's safe. Yeah. It's a safe hairstyle. So, yeah, so I want to make sure we covered everything yeah. that you wanted to say and I, what that you I mean, wanted to express. <clears throat> I think just the word, like using the word crazy to describe my hair, you know, oh, that looks crazy. And then, you know, somebody close to me said that and I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, why does my hair look crazy? Like, what what style was it in? It was just braids. It was just braids. Okay. Like, and like, oh, but it was braids and the bantu knots. But like, it's like, why is Scary Spice named Scary Spice? Right. In the Spice Girls, like, what's scary about her? Right. 
Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing, it's beautiful. Right. I just don't, or, you know, like, I think it was that I was adding hair in, mm-hmm. the, which was surprising people. Like, why are you adding extra hair in? And do I was they like, think that you're, like, trying to black, like, black up because you're starting to do know. things with your hair that you didn't do before? I don't know. I didn't ask. I mean, we, I was like, well, what about it? And it's like, and then we were, how did we end it? It was like, um, I think it was something about, I don't know. <laughs> something I that they were saying. There, but... No, I don't. No, go, go there, girl. Go there. It was this like, is the um, space to go there. I'm trying to see, remember how they phrased it. Like, something about dentures and having, you know, like, that, you know, I have dentures and... Um, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Um, like, how did they like, put that together? I don't understand. You know, like, adding to what your appearance is. I think it goes back to just, like, the toupee comment. Like, you oh would never ask somebody, are you wearing a toupee? Like, that's just, that would make them feel, like, so bad yeah, about yeah. themselves. Like, why would you ask somebody... You know, or are you? Is your your hair looks crazy and it's <laughs> and it's got like, you got extensions in now? Like you know, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. think there's something to say about that. Like just people's word choice when they describe your my hair, black hair. It's like using the word crazy or exotic or I don't know. Just the whole thing. It's just like it's just my hair that comes out of my head. It comes out of your head, right? Yeah. I think we have to as black women, um, and I think it's really important because. We, I, I keep mentioning the different, and we will talk about this on a different episode of this, mm-hmm. but like a black women who are solidly culturally black who feel like there's no question there, and then there's biracial women who do. I think we both need to do a better job of uplifting each other because mm-hmm. the struggle is real for both of us. Mm-hmm. The struggle is different for yeah. both of us, but the, it's real. And mm-hmm. I think that um, when I think there's a lot of people in your, in your, part of this conversation that are wanting to reach out and say, I'm not sure what to do. Do you know? And mm-hmm. I don't have your texture hair, but I de- when you called me, I definitely knew what the problem was. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you got to do this. Got- like, hurry up and save it. You <laughs> this know, is like- when I burnt my hair, I think. Yeah. Oh, hair. yeah. And, and so <clears throat> it's like um, the importance of it, the bonding over our hair, the mm-hmm. bonding over our natural beauty mm-hmm is a part of the of the struggle that we need to get better at. Mm-hmm. I think it's good that we're representing each other and I think it's good that we're that hair that's that's more nappy, mm-hmm. hair that's more kinky mm-hmm. um, is being on the forefront as beautiful mm-hmm. because we need to bump that Eurocentric point of view of beauty and, and put some of our natural bump stuff, pump, bump it out of our, of our, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a t-shirt that says hashtag kinky. Mm-hmm. I cannot wear it here because they're not thinking I'm talking about my hair, <laughs> but if I wear it to black folks, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I love my hashtag kinky t-shirt, you know, and it's just, I had to have too many stupid conversations with that t-shirt, <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where it's like, I have to, um, to really understand that, um, I walking around a place like Eugene, we are examples, mm-hmm. and um, we need we to need like to see have each other. solidarity. Yes, we yeah. need to see each other and see. And if I see, um, you know, I loved when you had the bunch. I was like, oh my god, do you want to try it on my hair? Because, I do. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a different thing. I think but- <laughs> we need to like create some kind of like a. I was thinking about like another business or endeavor of like creating crowns for black women like mm-hmm. i'm not talking about just braids i'm talking about like beautiful cowrie shelled crowns of yeah. some kind you can wear on a special occasion or you could wear whenever you want to wear it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like something that will that's yours yeah you know so know. we have a couple more minutes to go but. and i want to end it with this <laughs> idea for people who may be questioning you see a black woman with, with hair that you like or that you've never seen before, um, and this is gener- generalizations, if you say to me, I really like your hair, that's great. <laughs> Don't touch it. Um, if you like see someone that you're not sure that their hair is an extensions or that they've done something different to their hair, um, don't ask. Uh, what unless you know them personally, yeah. you can enjoy it and say, I like the way you styled your hair today. Yeah. I like what you're doing with your hair or something. You don't, I mean, you don't even have to go into that. If you just feel the need, you have to. What would you suggest that they don't touch? Okay, <laughs> I cannot emphasize the I not think, touching I think people. Just, I think just like what you said, like, don't ask, it's inappropriate. You wouldn't ask somebody that you knew 
if you think it, if you're asking, you probably already know. Right. And if you have somebody who has a toupee, you would never ask them if they had a toupee. You would not. <laughs> that you would, would not. You would feel too embarrassed about doing that, right? Enjoy I hope the, you would. Enjoy the, 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 um, enjoy the beauty of the right. hair. We, our hair is versatile. We can do almost anything to it. In, on a day's notice. <laughs> so just enjoy the creativity yeah. that you're seeing in yeah. our everyday hair. Yeah. And just say that. Yeah. You know? You don't have to do anything more than that. And we will be happy to hear it. Right? <laughs> Thank you so much, Emma. High five Thank for you. being on my show. <laughs> Thank you. Have um, a great gonna, time. I'm glad. And I hope you come back again. I will have someone, another person who does makeup and hair out of Mich- Michigan come back on my show. And she's nice. going to talk about some more of this. So thank you, everyone. for Thanks for, for tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let me turn this on off. You are listening to KEXP 